My Surrender Church family, have you ever wondered what kind of life is really the most rewarding and satisfying life? Last week, we talked about how the risen life of Jesus is kind of played out in all of our typical relationships, you know, being a parent, being a child, being married, uh, being an employee or a boss, all those different ways where the life of Jesus shows up. Today, we get a deeper lesson on how we can enjoy and participate in uh, the life of Christ at all times, no matter where we're at and no matter who we're with, no matter what we're doing. You were adopted into God's family when you believed in Christ, when you put your trust in him. And when you were adopted, you became part of his family business, you could say. It's kind of like a grace mafia family. And we call this family business the kingdom of God. Has a nice ring to it, right? And each one of God's kids has a job or a role to play, a responsibility in his family business. And it's really more of a lifestyle than a business. Colossians chapter 3, which we just finished, gives us kind of a rundown of what it means to represent the kingdom of God in this world, or how we represent the family business, you could say. It reminded us that we share a life with Jesus, and so we shouldn't walk in the old ways that we walked in before, but we should actually kill that old life, uh, rendering it useless and and, uh, obsolete, because we're not that person anymore. We saw that in Colossians 3.5 when it said, Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. That sounds pretty mafia to me. That sounds pretty gangster to me. Why don't you guys all pause the video for a minute and go around and give each other a mafia name. Just It's kind of like a nickname that's funny, uh, like, it's kind of like a rapper name, but more Italian, like, Lil Squishy, or Tommy the Meatball, you know, Tommy the Tank. So, after we kill our old life, we're supposed to allow the new life, of the resurrection life of Jesus, to rule our day-to-day. And chapter 3, which we just finished, has a whole lot to say about that new life, that resurrection life, the new man, we call it. It's the resurrection life of Jesus living in you, or you could say it's his heart living in your body. And since his heart is living in your body, all of his kids have a really important lesson to learn, okay? Really important lesson. And that lesson is this. Once we become believers... Nothing will ever really satisfy us except doing our Father's will. Or you could say, doing kingdom work or keeping up with the family business. It becomes part of our soul and our heart's DNA. I mean, 
we can get into all kinds of other things. We can put our passion into so many other things, but it's just never going to really satisfy us, maybe like it did before. So today we're going to look at the kingdom work of God and how we can be involved in it, how we can participate in it at all times. This is what the family business is all about. And it's divided into two types of work, the inside jobs and the outside jobs. So let's dive into it. Colossians 4, 2 through 6. Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom towards those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how to answer each one. So we're going to divide that text into two sections, the inside jobs and the outside jobs. The inside jobs are going to describe our inner life. He says, continue earnestly in prayer. He says, be vigilant in it. The word vigilant there is the Greek word for awake, or you could call it woke. (laughs) Be woke in your prayer life. With thanksgiving. Then he says, praying for us. This means praying for God's kingdom people, doing God's kingdom work in this world. And he gives us three things to pray for. He pray, he says uh, that God would open a door for the word to go out. And, and then he says that they would be able to speak the mystery of Christ and to make it manifest. That means to make it clear and easy to understand. Then we have the outside jobs. These are the outer life that we live. He says we're to walk in wisdom, that we're to be redeeming the time, we're to speak with grace. Our speech is to be seasoned with salt, and we're to know how to answer each question. That means point people to Jesus. When the video ends, you guys are going to dive into those jobs for yourselves. So no matter what we're doing, we're supposed to be about God's family business because God's kingdom is spread through this world by you. Why do you think Jesus said it was better for him to leave than to stay? To leave and send the Holy Spirit than to stay here in his bodily form. Those inner jobs, they are unseen. Only you and God know whether you're clocking in and investing time into his kingdom work through prayer and thanksgiving and the things that we talk about in the inner life. The outside jobs are simply the witness that we have in this world. People can witness them. People can see what we're doing. The way we do these outer jobs, these outside jobs, will demonstrate to the world who God is, what God's all about. It it represents the family business, that God is love And that God has shown grace to us and that grace is available to every person who would call upon the name of his son, Jesus. We would be very wise to invest our time and our energies into these kingdom works. 
Don't you wish someone would have told you that Bitcoin was going to be a thing like a long time ago? Because guys, these kingdom works are going to be the only thing that matter to us when all is said and done. Because we have been forever joined with Jesus and with his heart. So because it's his will, it will end up being the most important thing in our lives as well. And you know, Jesus really talked about this. I'm going to read to you Matthew chapter 25, a parable that Jesus uh, told us in Matthew 25 verses 14 through 30. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. Pause right there. These bags of silver, or you might have heard them called talents, are opportunities that each person gets in this life. These are opportunities to work for God's kingdom, uh, to pray for others, to serve others. So the inner jobs and the outside jobs that we've been talking about. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with the two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithfully in handling this small amount. So now I will make you, I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest and I have earned two more. The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops that you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here's your money back. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant, if you knew that I harvested crops and I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, Take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the ten bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what they, little they have will be taken away. And now throw this useless servant into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow, that is an incredible story that Jesus tells us of the reality of your life, and how important your kingdom work is. We understand what happens with the first two guys. They have, they have uh, opportunities, and they use them for the Lord, and they, they're blessed, and they invest it, and it comes back well for them. 
But check out that third guy. He didn't think, he didn't work, he didn't even try, and then he made excuses. Guys, if we don't spend our life on the master's family business, we are going to regret it. In fact, it seems to say that if we literally have no care for his kingdom, put nothing into it, then we really can't have any confidence at all that we are his child because his children care from their heart about his kingdom. Obviously, God would never cast out his own kid. So what we see here is that this person was an imposter, thinking that they were a child of God when they weren't. Someone who thinks they're a part of God's family, but they're a hypocrite. They have no faith in Jesus, and they're not surrendered to his will. We can see that his heart is not in this guy. But you don't have to be scared. You can look at your life and recognize that you seek the Lord honestly, that you are all about people, you care about people, you have a heart to see his kingdom come and be established in this world, his vision to come to pass, his will be done. So we close with this. They asked Jesus to teach them to pray, to do this inner work, to do the inside jobs, to have the inside life that they recognized Jesus had. And this is what Jesus taught them. Matthew 6, 9-13. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Now let's go through these verses carefully together. Our leaders are going to take us through and we'll kind of flesh out all the the specific things that we're told in these verses. I love you guys. I'm so happy that we get to be a church together and we get to serve each other, bear one another's burdens, and love each other.